Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ángeles del cielo te pareces en lo lindo y en lo hermoso. Hey, 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 everybody. It is time for your Browns Friday fumble. Fall on it. Don't try to pick it up and run. My name is Dave. I am Dylan. And it is a Friday, and we've just encountered a victory, making it yet another victory Friday, third of the year, three and one. Dylan, big win. They're stacking up. Yeah. Uh, Give me your thoughts on this big win. Well, Dave, I'm happy about it. You know, Uh, happy to have a classic score for a change. Yeah, yeah. You know, 14 to 7, classic score. That's a classic score. Like, if you're you're working for a sitcom, like in in the writer's room, you don't really watch a lot of football, but you need to come up with a football score, 14-7 is one that you put in that script. That's the one. Well, I mean, not only that, but Dave, I'm tired of all these newfangled high-scoring games. Yeah, yeah. I prefer the classic gridiron, you know? Battles, yeah. three three yards in a cloud of dust, you know, punts. I mean, these new rules, they basically just took the took the defense out of it yeah, completely. Yeah, they, they took the teeth right out of that defense. Right. They the can't hit anybody. No. They can't sack anybody. Nope. They can't. they can't break anybody's fingers on the line and and or in the or in the scrum. Yeah, I mean, you know? in my day you were scratching and clawing down in there. You could go can't low. Do it anymore. You could go low. Now you can't do that. You can't go high because they'll call you for helmet to helmet. Can't go low. They'll call you for helmet to knee. What are you supposed to do? Midsection. What's the fun in midsection? Yeah, go for the go for the for the go for the belly. I guess. I mean, that's, I guess just kind of hit the midsection. Well, anyway, that's what that's how we're ending up with all these 50, 60, 70 point games. Yeah, I like the fourteen seven, and I'm glad we came out on top. Um, I went onto Twitter for about two minutes after the game, and then then turned that off. Um, oh yeah, yeah. But the one thing I did see that uh, you know a lot of people talking about that I finally did agree with is you know the defense as a unit put together a second impressive performance in a week you know what uh-huh uh-huh but I think I know where you're going here but Miles Garrett I mean if you look I I take a look at this uh here uh take a look at this graph uh-huh look at his Miles Garrett's numbers Look at the downward God, like trajectory. Yeah. It's like he fell off a cliff. He seemed to be riding so high a week ago, and then now, ugh. Jeez, this so, is concerning. 
I mean, a lot of people have the Browns pegged as buyers at the at the deadline, but you ask me if you could pick up a third or a fourth for Miles uh, around the deadline and avoid paying him that salary on his monster deal. I think you got to do it. I mean, like for the future, I I just don't know. Look, these guys. Uh, hopefully, we can trust in these analytics guys to look at the numbers and and realize that they do not lie. Yeah, you know and. He's on pace to have negative two sacks next week. That's two sacks. God, can you ne- imagine? And I don't know if you guys know uh, if uh, what these sacks, a negative sack is when you get to the quarterback and then instead mm-hmm. of tackling for, for her loss, you pick him up and move him a few yards Forward. past the line. Yeah. Yeah. So look forward to that on some third downs. Yeah, I, I guess that's what we got in store for us. Okay, uh, Dylan, we also had a little issue where it seemed like the Browns were dominating the game. Um, it seemed like that despite the close nature of the score, that the Vikings never really in it. And right. And I wondered, you, you told me you think you knew why. Could you, you let me know? I mean, I couldn't figure it out. Yeah, so this is actually just a little insider bit of information that I got from a couple of guys running around Berea. Apparently, what was going on this week was uh, actually Stefanski was going for achievements. Oh, that makes sense. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So uh, first one they achieved and, and got was have one running back achieve 100 rushing yards exactly on the nose. Yeah, that's why in the fourth quarter he picked up that last 3 yards and then they pulled him like they were done. Right, he was he was he was gone immediately. Stefanski knew he had he heard the little notification in his in his headset that they had achieved that achievement and any more yards it's gone. Yeah. So Oh wait, yeah, so you- that explains the overthrows, right? Because one exactly. of them, You've one of them that. was to overthrow three different receivers on touchdown routes three times. And yep. you know what? You think, why would you ever do that? Well, that's why you get so much XP for it because you could have had three touchdowns there, but instead he tells Baker, "Hey, after see the first one was Baker's mistake. Baker admitted it in the right. press conference. Right, that was right. his mistake. But then." It's it's like one of those things. You get that in there, and Stefanski says, well, wait a minute, Baker. I mean, we can unlock 15,000 EXP if you can do that two more times. And yep. he's like, I'll see. This is, I'll talk to OBJ. I'll is, see. This is what makes him coach of the year. Yeah, he's thinking not just about the score. He knew the game was in hand. He knew that despite yep. Miles Garrett's poor performance, they were really, really uh, dominating the game. And... He's like, let's God, take a chance he, on it. He used to live there, Dave. He he was a Viking. He yeah, was a Viking. Yeah, he's a former, you know. Uh, and then I, we talked about this one already, but uh, the completing and we've seen this one a bunch of times. Com- complete a classic football score, fourteen to seven, uh, or the like, uh, with two or more field goals, which is a little harder to do. Yeah, it required that two point conversion, and yeah, it's, uh-huh. again, anyway, <sighs> yeah, it's just mind-boggling how far ahead Stefanski is yeah well I mean all in all these three achievements that we earned uh actually got Stefanski a total of 28,000 XP on the week which I mean that's that's the most I've seen in quite some time 
Um, but I think what he's looking at is I think it's enough to upgrade either the practice facility turf to a color of his choice, which hopefully, you know, it's orange. Yeah. Um, That's going to look badass. Can, or, or he can unlock the brown pants, which... I've heard they were going to try to wear those this week, so I hope they do. Uh, so sort of on along those lines, Dave, we, we wanted to look into, I mean, obviously, you know, Miles Garrett, poor performance. Yeah, we Baker talked Mayfield, about it. Baker Mayfield, I mean, we've been harping on this guy for a couple of weeks now. Just absolute horrendous numbers. And so we wanted to, you know, how did we win this game? So here are 10 reasons the Browns won, despite Miles Garrett and Baker Mayfield being absolutely horrendous both of whom just 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 garbage um number 10 Jarvis Landry pregame speech we all know how how we get just amped up when when Jarvis talks we're all familiar with the timber of his uh speech there's nothing in the world that can stand in the way of a victory once you get all juiced up and that's I think yeah. OBJ was wearing the shirt I mean yeah it's just that's it's juice, man. It's just juice. Uh, nine, it, they had a little team building excursion out to the Mall America, uh, down there in Bloomington on Saturday night. You know, it was lots of fun, I hear. Uh, coach actually covered everybody's Menchies, which I mean, Dave, I know you, you're familiar with Menchies. That bill probably got pretty high. Oh, I mean, when the offensive line goes up there to where the the syrups are. Jeez. I mean, you could put as many Fruit Loops on there as you want, but those syrups add weight. And that's exactly. where they I mean, t- not to sound like not to sound like too much of a dad, but that's where they get you. Those syrups. You know, I don't want to get too anatom- anatomical on here. Okay. You guys see Nick Chubb's calves? Holy guacamole. So number seven, Grant Delpit actually won uh, the NFL on Fox win Terry's money giveaway. You've seen this? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a hundred thousand dollars that I guess Terry Bradshaw's giving away every week. It was anyway, money. Grant Grant Delpit actually won it and got you know bringing home that kind of haul. That's gonna fire anybody up. Well, yeah, especially you you could play loose knowing that you could get fired and you still got a hundred G's coming your way. You know, exactly, exactly. Uh, number six, um, I know everybody's kind of going nuts over the defense and it looks like they're finally gelling, but we actually need to call out the gel that they're using. And that's LA looks extreme hold. And you can't argue with those results. Okay, Dave, I think number five, we'd be remiss if we didn't bring up how much uh, of a shitty representation the Minnesota Vikings are for their namesake. I mean, just those old Vikings, Dave, the real ones, Mm -hmm. those those guys won a lot. Yeah. I mean, these guys would basically just sail over. Do some real sneaky like RPO and play action stuff. Ram it right down your throat with a great ground game. I mean, break open your sternum with their axe. Uh-huh. And and then these guys, they'd finish with a crazy-ass celebration, sacrifices, and all sorts of stuff to their pagan gods in the end zone, man. Yeah, that and that was pre-taunting penalties. 
Right. I mean, these guys knew how to win. Not not like these modern snowflake Viking, whatever we saw on the Facsimile field of a Viking. R- right. Dave, Kirk Cousins, this guy would never survive in 8th century Northumbria. Nope. I'll tell you that much. That's for sure. Uh, number four, look, I'm no doctor. You know that, Dylan. I, I tried to get yeah. away with it for a while. But I, I feel like I have to mention Nick Chubb's posterior chain. I mean, I mean, you agree with me. That thing's tuned up, right? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Holy guacamole. Number three, Dave. Case Keenum. This guy was ready to jump in at any moment drop of a hat. Yep. This guy has what it takes. I mean, real real leaders, Dave, they can win games from the sidelines. In and, a hat. Uh, and we saw that. In a hat. In a hat. I mean, hopefully Stefanski figures out he's got QB1 standing right next to him, you know, sooner rather than later. Let's hope. Number two, seriously, though, uh, Nick Chubb's quads. I mean, has this guy ever been called down on first contact? Like, I don't think he has. I mean, this isn't even mentioning Kareem. Like, I mean, this guy is like a tractor trailer running through a cornfield, Dylan. And I mean, I just, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this. Holy guacamole. Finally, Dave, the number one reason these Browns won despite... Baker Mayfield and Miles Garrett. One word, Dave. Janovich. Time for a little bit of Browns news. This week brought to you by www.newgrounds.com slash snipergames slash brownsnews.html. Your source for all the best Browns sniper games and news. You know what, guys? Uh, we heard a lot of talk. I mean, we were in and out of Twitter a little bit. Uh, we heard a lot of talk this week about certain people, uh, uh, maybe their name rhymes with fake turns, uh, going on fancy radio shows and all that, but we didn't want to brag about this because we knew you already heard it because you guys have Sirius XM premium package with Howard 100. Uh, yeah, we were on Stern this week, all week, like they had us in as guests, I mean, Dylan said Baba Booey like at least four times. Uh, we heard a lot of – we they didn't really have us around for the interview parts, but they had us around where like the back the back staff like talks about bars they went to right. and stuff, which is right. your favorite. It's my favorite part. Is that your favorite part of the show? Oh, for sure. Well, they didn't want us stepping on, you know, Howard's Yeah, yeah. Thing, if all know. of a sudden I'm talking to Bradley Cooper – Instead of Howard, then the like, Howard looks bad, and you know it's kind of bad for right. there. But so we did. Not, we, look, not to not to tell tales out of school, but you know Howard was so nice, and Robin so nice, uh, and the the high pitched Eric guy, pretty nice. Anyway, yeah, so we did that. So you know whatever you guys did, that's fine. Um, but we do have some news. I mean, you saw us covering some of the press conferences on our Twitter at Friday Fumble. I think you guys should follow that if you really want some of the news. And, you know, the some big news of the real news. Yeah. Uh, the big news we all heard is uh, Baker's injury. It came out that he's got a torn labrum. 
which, uh, again, in the previous segment, I uh, attested to the fact that I'm not a doctor, but I do have right. Google, and the labrum is part of the limbic system, which, as you know, it functions to facilitate memory storage and retrieval, establish emotional states, and link the conscious intellectual functions of the cerebral cortex with the unconscious autonomic functions of the brainstem. So having a tear in your labrum at this part of the season, ugh, uh, it means you overreact to petty problems, have trouble remembering the play calls, and during plays you forget to breathe. Yeah, I mean, this is really serious stuff, but but honestly, Dave, I mean, and I hate to take it to this place, you know, you know, prayers for this guy. But the big takeaway here, Dave, even though Baker has always been a super accurate quarterback, he's had a few games where he hasn't been accurate, and it ha- it doesn't take a Jake Burns type to know that this problem is now permanent. It's permanent. And this accuracy issue is never going to go away, even if the injury uh, heals fully and all that. Yeah. Honestly, at this point, there's no way we can replenish this guy's contract. Uh, we can't. We can't line up the Brinks truck for this guy. There. There's just too many. There's just too many franchise quarterbacks out there languishing, frankly. Yeah. On the on the market, um, tons. I mean, these guys, these guys would just take the team to the next level. It's obviously a little bit rude, even for Baker to kind of stand in the way of this because he says he's a team first guy. But you know, let's take a look. We've compiled another list. This is a pretty list heavy episode. I'm going to warn you. Uh, well, it needs it needs to be. Yeah, uh, but so number one. Uh, and we we learned this about Browns fans uh, when when we faced the Bears and Justin Fields uh, when we faced the Berenstein Bears. Uh, former Ohio State products are gonna go well in Cleveland. So how about former mm-hmm. Washington Sentinel uh, and the Ohio State of University graduate Shane Falco? Uh, he led the Scab Sentinels to the playoffs under Gene Hackman. He had a few struggles, but you know what? Uh, even more than Baker, he's he's all about wanting it more, putting in the work, putting in the effort. So, I mean, and he could be the guy to take us over the top. That's the type of guy you want in the locker room, Dave. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bo Callahan, just jumping right off the page here. Sure, yeah. this guy, look, he flamed out in Seattle, but we think that's mostly because of their offensive system. I mean, come on. You know, Pete. I th- I think with the right protection, though, which we have. We've got the line. This guy could absolutely thrive. Yeah. For years to come. Yeah. And another one, I mean, he performed in college, Joe Kane. He had a few issues at ESU. Uh, you know, there were some donor allegations, and he got right. in that DUI incident. Uh, but you know what? He got him back to a bowl game. Uh, he played well for James Kahn. Uh, yep. After dealing with a lot of that childhood drama, his father wasn't great, uh, and he could still move the pocket pretty well. And his deep ball accuracy will keep you know the Browns' running game going strong. Yeah, we're talking about guys that played under Gene Hackman and James Con. Like these, are, come yeah. on, echelons. Yeah. Dave, Uncle Rico, I big arm, throw a damn football over those mountains. All right, let's take a look. Uh, score predictions have been wildly erratic. 
uh, especially from my side of the fence. Uh, Dylan, yours have been all over the place, too. This one could be a little bit of a, a different story out there. Uh, the Browns' defense is solid. Uh, the, 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 the Los Angeles Chargers, <laughs> that's weird. Uh, that's uh, that's uh, a little cuties. strange, but they got a defense going. They got, you know, we'll go over the roster because it's an uncommon opponent this week. But, uh, you know, I, I see a low-scoring affair, Dylan. I... I I, I hate to say we're going to go classic football score again, but I think we're going to go 17-10 Browns. Classic football score. Oh, man. 17-10 Browns. That is classic. A couple of couple of field goals, a couple of touchdowns, huh? Yep. Touchdowns well, are going to be hard to come by, my friend. Hard to come by. Dave, I got to say... Uh... Man, those Los Angeles Chargers, they just... Gosh, they're just cute they're adorable they are with the the powder blue reminds you a little <laughs> pair of children's underwear little buddies yeah um yeah i'm gonna go 26 17 browns i i know that i've been all over the place uh this year and i just you know i gotta do it again uh, with for you guys i just i i just see a really good offensive production this week. We did it last week without even really trying, and um, now we're going to try. So We're going to try. Hey, this is Hugh Jackson, and now it is time to know your foe. Back to you, Dave and Dalen. All right, let's take a look at this roster from the Los Angeles Cutie Patooties. They're just adorable in their little... Ah, their just little, our little buddies, aren't they? They even right? play in the softy stadium. And you know what? It's got a roof, but that's not an indoor stadium, I guess. They let the breeze flow no. through there, through the screens, yep. I guess. Something like it's that. So, it's it's super nice. It's just super these, nice down there. These fellas. Anyway, let's take a look. Uh, left tackle, AC's son, Rashawn Slater. Uh, wide receiver, um, Jay Len. Um, guy Tun. Yeah, Jalen Guyton. That's him. One of the cleverest hobbits in the Tookland, Trey Pipkins the third. At left guard, that Matt feller. Corey Lindsley, he won't let go. Things you say when you have a cold. Ode Abushi. At right tackle, car wash, Storm Norton. Jazz guitarist, Michael Schofield III. Lovable 3D jumper, Justin Kubert. A Texan stand-up comedian's worst nightmare, an Austin heckler. Arnold's brother, Joshua Palmer. Serena's brother, Mike Williams. Hank's brother, K.J. Hill. And Lonnie's brother, Steven Anderson. Dane's brother, Jared Cook. Country singer, Justin Jackson. Hey, you want this Louisville slugger? Nope. Give me my Easton stick. And finally, Gabe Neighbors. Now on the defense, starting out with Chris Rumpfshaker. 
Uh, hold on. Before we go, I got to stop at the Eric Banks. Nasser, you're making a huge mess. Nasser, could you please keep it more Adderley? Still on the Chargers, English nobleman Christian Covington. Fish, Kyler Mackerel. Who turned on this loud music? Drew? Oh, man, Drew. Tranquil. Hawaiian safety, that means both strong and free safety. Aloha, Gilman. Oh, man, I'm so lost. It's my first day of college. Uh, excuse me, do you, uh, do you know where Keeman Hall is? Swimmer, pointing to his bloody leg. Ah, uh, Nick, knee, man. Uh, Gina's brother, Michael Davis. Nick's brother, Joey Bosa. Uh, Jaleel's brother, Kaiser White. Calvin's brother, Chris Harris. Asante's son, Asante Samuel. Sarah's brother, Trey Marshall. Wayne's brother, Tavon Campbell. Sorry, I'm not home. I'm out walking into Mark Webb. <laughs> All right, guys. I don't know if you saw our Instagram and Twitter this week. Uh, Baker Mayfield posted a little special message to us. Uh, he's a big fan of the show. I guess, you know, I could read it and uh, or I could cut to the chase. You know what? I think I'm just going to read it, what Baker said about us. It was very nice. Yeah, I would. I would. Um, uh, you know what? It was very nice. So Baker said, ever since Dave and Dalen started, I wanted to be a Brown so I could be part of the best podcast in Cleveland. Because, you know, Dylan, remember, we've been doing this for so fucking long that Baker Mayfield was in college for a lot of our podcast. Um, anyway, sorry. Getting drafted here was a dream come true. You remember the one time they did a whole pretend Tampa radio show? I do remember that. Uh, that yes. was, he says, that was awesome. I'll be in Cleveland as long as the Friday fumble keeps going. And I hope they bring back the Baker's dozen segment. So good. And so, you know what? Um, let's bring it back. Uh, you guys are familiar with let's Baker's. Do it. They do let's baked, do it. they do baked goods. Uh, they do, uh, donuts. They do, uh, muffins, cupcakes. I mean, these, these guys wake up so stinking early i mean they're probably waking up right about now we haven't even gone to bed yet that's how early they got to be up for the dough to rise and you know if you buy a dozen donuts they will often at you know at participating locations Mm -hmm. provide an extra bonus donut and that is called a baker's dozen where they give you an extra a donut to go with it and so that's why we do a little list here of the top six things because Baker's number is six. This week, we have chosen, based on our opponent, uh, something that's close to Baker's heart. And hopefully, with our offensive line, he won't get to know this personally Sunday. But these are Baker's top six things that Joey Bosa smells like. All right, coming in at number six, Dave. Manly soap that is only advertised on Instagram. Oh, those are the worst. 
Number five, Kodiak Wintergreen Long Cut. Definitely a boza smell. Mm-hmm. Number four, A1 Steak Sauce. Just ruining steaks. Yep. Number three, Jimmy John's Salt and Vinegar Chips. Uh, number two, wing sauce that is, I mean, honestly, it's too hot to be flavorful. You it's know? just kind of a dick move to even get it. And number one, the number one thing Baker Mayfield knows that Joey Bosa smells like, shit. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Friday Fumble this week. I'd like to thank Kerry Ryan for our ending theme. I'd like to thank Baker Mayfield for encouraging us to bring back the Baker's Dozen. Dylan, would you like to thank anyone? Yes, uh, Howard Stern for having us yeah. all week. Yeah, you know that what? Really nice. Yeah, I agree. Thanks, Howard. It was kind of nice to do an in-residence thing. Um, follow us on Twitter, at Friday Fumble. We're going to be covering a lot more press conferences, giving you all the quotes that you need to know. Uh, and we'll see you next week for another episode of your Friday Fumble. My name is Dave. And I'm Dylan. And this has been your Browns Friday Fumble. It's Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend, weekend. Friday, Friday, getting down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend. Partying, partying, yeah, partying, partying, yeah. Fun, 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 fun. Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. 